Hi, everyone. Uh, this is day two of our devotional, the Awakening Devotional, helping us on this journey of prayer and fasting for Kiros 2022, January 2022. But of course, this will be useful beyond the um, beyond the fasting period. So yesterday, I started to um, explain some very important spirituals um, to us uh, because I wanted us to really maximize this prayer and fasting season. Um, I was keen to stress that there are things that must go alongside prayer for prayer to be effective because it's all about relationship with God. And we started off by looking at Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, where God said, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. I was explaining to us from that scripture that prayer requires humility. It requires humility. And we looked at um, what that humility looks like. Um, I, I explained to us yesterday that um, pride is not just being boastful or being arrogant or showing off. I think that one of the, the evidences of pride is a lack of total dependency on God because it then shows that we have options. So I was exploring um, these things, these spirituals um, with us to help us understand the dynamics of prayer and the things that make prayer effective. So I want to continue along the lines of humility. So I'm going to keep talking about humility probably for the next two, three, possibly four, five um you know, um, episodes that we that we are releasing um, because I really want us to understand this thing about humility. The word of God says that God resists the proud and he exalts the humble. Now, I want us to um, look at a very important scripture and um, this is going to help us understand uh, some more what the Lord is emphasizing to us. Isaiah chapter 58 Isaiah 58, this is what the word of God says. Reading from verse 1, he says, Cry aloud, do not hold back, lift up your voice like a trumpet, declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins, yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the judgment of God. They ask of me righteous judgments, they delight to draw near to God. Now, this is very key as we are fasting. You know, everything that we're sharing is about us experiencing Jesus more. And that's so important. It's not about condemnation, but it's about us drawing closer to Jesus. Now, see what the word of God says. Verse 3 says, why have we fasted and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it? So remember, yes, I talked about prayer, the concept of prayer and humility. Um, um, behold, in the day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure. This is what the Lord says, and oppress all your workers. Behold, you, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with a wicked fist. Fasting like yours, um, like, like yours this day would not make your, uh, your voice to be heard on high. It's, it's, it's such the fast that I choose a day for a person to humble himself. Is it to bow down his, his head like a reed and to spread uh, sackcloths and ashes under him will you call this uh, a day uh, would you call this a fast a day acceptable to the lord now verse 6 is key is not this the fast that i have chose 
to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke is it not to share your bread with the hungry and to bring the homeless or the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him and not to hide yourselves from your own flesh then shall your light verse 8 break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily your righteousness shall go before you and the glory um, of the lord shall be your red guard then verse 9 says then you shall call and the Lord will answer, you shall cry and he, and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, pointing of, of the finger, the pointing of the finger and speaking of wickedness. I'm going to stop there because I want to make sure that I'm able to put everything in perspective with the time that we have. Now, this is very key. This is important. Um, I also want us to look at this scripture um, in the book of First Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. It says the aim of our charge is love that issues that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and sincere faith. The aim of our charge is love that comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Another scripture says holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience, holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience. You know, it's so important what we are we are discussing because whenever we talk about faith and prayer um all of this deep spiritual thing sometimes we're not attentive to um you know the the concepts that really really allow us to experience god for example mark 11 is a scripture that i've preached often that talks about faith where jesus talks about if you speak to the mountain um and you do not doubt in your heart that it will it will obey you it will do exactly what you say but in that same scripture in that same mark 11 Jesus then goes on to say, he says that if you have trespass against any other person, he says, forgive them. See, the subject of faith is a subject of the heart. The subject of prayer is also the subject of the heart. And in that same conversation that Jesus is having in Mark 11 about this dynamic, explosive, powerful faith that we all want to see, it's in that same context that he begins to talk about forgiveness then we come then to the book of isaiah the scripture we just read and god is literally calling out these people who are quote unquote spiritual they are fasting maybe fasting for 70 days you know at this point of the year um everybody is fasting some are fasting 21 some are fasting 70 some are fasting 100 and i personally grew up in a culture where we would fast a lot like we would break fasting with fasting but the word of God calls us to be very careful about something. The word of God, the Lord wants us to know that just because we, in a sense, make time to fast does not mean that we are, what's the word now? It doesn't mean that we are, we, 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 we're being effective. It doesn't mean that we are touching heaven, put it that way, just because we are fasting, just because we are not eating for um you know 100 days it would amaze you how some of those things you would see when i get to the point where i talk about spiritual pride some of those things can even be done from a place of spiritual pride they can even be done from a place of competition where you just want to kind of just really show yourself off i have a section where i will talk about that 
But this is what the word of God is really calling us to. It's the kind of fasting that changes your attitude, that changes your character. That is the fasting. The fast that you do that does not challenge you, that does not cause us to be reflective and sober and to evaluate our lives before God. And that's why I talked about, see, that thing, humility. Yesterday, I spoke to you and I said that the humility that, that precedes prayer is firstly acknowledging the Lord and submitting to him. But now the, 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 the second attribute of that humility is in the way that we evaluate ourselves and how we deal with the people and, and, and the people that are around us, those that, those that we, we, um, we relate with, it is, it is that the consecration must be so strong that it convicts my heart in terms of how I really, really relate to other people. And that is the second attribute of that humility. It is the humility that transforms how I relate to others. I can even go as far as saying um, that this includes, you know, forgiveness, you know, includes, includes forgiveness. Uh, this is important because uh, in, uh, let, let's just, in Matthew 18 from verses 21 to 35, please um, study this in your time. Matthew 18, 21 to 35, um, Jesus is talking there about the parable of the um, unforgiving, unmerciful servant, one who owed his master uh, a certain amount of money but couldn't pay his master let him go but then this same servant now goes to another person that owed him something so insignificant to what he owed his master originally and literally this 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 servant would not would not be merciful his master could have put him in prison but his master didn't do that but when this same servant who, who, who received liberty and freedom from his master was dealing with his his own juniors he literally was judgmental he literally passed judgment and put his juniors in a place of of just um of uh, just in a terrible place and jesus was using that to illustrate what forgiveness in the kingdom is like in the sense that one of the reasons why we let go and we forgive is because we have been shown the ultimate mercy the ultimate mercy anyone that has been shown mercy that understands that they have truly received mercy is not quick to not forgive is not quick is not the, the person does not uh what's the word now the person does not shy away from being merciful to others if you if if we truly have been convicted by the mercy that we have received from God, the grace, the depths of it, the oceans of it, and what it really means. We don't find it easy to, um, what's the word now, not forgive others. or to. And, and, and what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that um, there are no painful experiences in our Christian walk. Perhaps we have to look at that. But the whole point here is this. The whole point is that um, because I am positioning myself before God, um, these things should be at a place where I am able to let the mercy that I've received from God influence my heart. So if we go back to the scripture that we read in the book of Isaiah, what is God saying to us in Isaiah? God is saying, hey, you're doing all of this fasting Right, but the real fasting that I want is that I want you to lose people. I want you to actually free them. You know, 
um, he says this verse 6 of Isaiah 58. He says, Is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? You know, yes, in, in one way or the other, we might say that, you know, yes, we don't have anybody bound, maybe economically, or, you know, we're not practicing slavery, but, you know, sometimes we can oppress people by holding something that they've done over their head. We can oppress people. We can we can keep people in bondage by not releasing them from our hearts and not forgiving them in that sense. And I feel like um, in this season, especially in this year, that Yeshua is calling us to himself it's so important that we just don't pray, but we actually go to explore some of these things in depth so that the Lord can have his way. So if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. If you say that you are humbling yourself before God in this season, if I say that I'm humbling myself before God in this season, then let that humility be evidenced in my meekness, my forgiveness towards other people people so i'm going to continue with this tomorrow i'm going to be sharing on this humility so strong it's going to help us it's going to position us it's going to uplift us as we continue to pursue jesus christ god bless you